If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanca. to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, I am elated that you decided to take time out of your day, out of your life to show up here on the Get My Life Tour. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Every stop on this tour is designed to help you show up for yourself. As the creator and host of the Get My Life Tour, I believe how we live our lives is an extension of our business, right? So lifestyle is so important. How we show up is so important. And the fact that you decided to tune in today is wonderful. So thank you. If you've been tuned in for quite some time, you've downloaded, join me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever we commune. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for taking time out of your day as well. Look, I am so grateful for the direction in which the Get My Life Tour is going. All of this, you know, could be smoke and mirrors. It could just be me speaking into my microphone, but I'm so excited that we're going places. So thank you again for being here on tour with me. You know, So I'm here in the Bay Area. I'm still here. I'm not back in Harlem yet, y'all. And clearly I have not traveled because of the pandemic. And I've been thinking about what it was that I was going to, you know, come to the center stage with on this stop of the tour. Last week's stop on the tour with Erica Diaz was so, oh my gosh, it was so uplifting. And we spoke about faith and get into make it. So if you have not tuned into that stop of the tour, I'd encourage you to listen. You know, people talk about faking it until you make it. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I want to fake it. I don't want to be that person, right? There's so much that you have to learn and then unlearn um, as you journey. So the fact that Erica spoke about faithing it until you make it and that being her only option was incredible. And You know, just to bring it back, I was just thinking, okay, what is it that I want to talk about? It has so many ideas and I'm like, okay, where are we going? But I really want to talk about doubt and I want to really take a moment to speak about how others benefit when you doubt yourself. So many people, and you've probably heard this, um, have said, I'm going to give this person the benefit of doubt. And I'm like, mm, that I've sat with that for so long. I've heard it for so long, but I really don't really see the benefit in doubt. I truly believe when we doubt ourselves, others benefit, right? Sometimes we don't realize how great we are. We don't have a firm understanding of our worth. I most definitely have struggled with that at times. Or, you know, we just downplay ourselves. We question so much and we really put ourselves in a position, mm, I want to say to be slowed down or a position 
hmm, for us to almost give up on ourselves or our dreams or whatever it is that we're called to do because we are doubting ourselves so much. And as a believer, I believe, you know, that means that we're doubting the creator, we're doubting the most high and it's like, oh no, right? So it does something to our belief in ourselves. And if you're in relationship, right, with the most high, it does something to that relationship as well. Let me tell you, okay, and I'm gonna be straight up. There have been so many times that I have doubted myself, okay? Probably more times that I can actually list out. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. Nah, you know, I doubt that. I doubt, and I, you know, I doubt, I doubt. I'm like, shoot. You know, I feel like when we're doubting ourselves, we almost cheat on ourselves, right? I'm thinking of the word adultery, idolatry. Okay. I had to say it a couple of times. I'm gonna say it a third time, idolatry. And I don't say that word often. I think we've all seen it um, somewhere, one place or another. First place I became familiar with the word was the Bible. And of course, idolatry is when someone cheats on their significant other, wife, husband, partner, whatever. Right. Um, but I think I'm just going to offer this, right. And I, this is kind of off the top of my head, but I think that a lot of us struggle with, I doubt a tree. Right. Um, and I'd like to offer, I doubt a tree as like us cheating on ourselves when we doubt ourselves. You sticking with me? You see where I'm going? Okay, cool. So much just diminishes when we doubt ourselves. I feel like so much dies in its infancy, right? The things that we hope for, we dream for, we believe for, we kill those things when we doubt ourselves and our ability. And when we're in relationship with the most high, right? It kind of just ceases. Whatever those things are that we we desire, kind of fade away, right? Or they take longer for us to attain or achieve because we've doubted for so long. Take a second to think about some of the ways that you've doubted yourself, you know, and then reflect on that. And then I want you to think about whether or not it has ever delayed the process of you experiencing what you hoped for. You know, there have been times where I thought that my belief was strong enough, that I had enough faith and enough courage and enough will to just go get what was mine. Oh my gosh. And then... When what was mine presented itself in front of others, I second guessed whether or not it was truly for me. And I think sometimes others factor into it when they begin to question you about what it is that is yours, right? And what it is that you're going for. When there's, you know, vicious gossip and people talking out the side of their neck um, or 
doubt, right? They're doubting that you can actually go for what is yours. And all of that gets into your head. There's so much noise, so much negativity. And in turn, you begin to doubt yourself as well. I don't know why we do that. I truly do not know why, but it happens. There have been so many times where I have like just had everything figured out. And then the moment comes where all I have to do is apply myself to the situation and I begin to question myself. Right. And it plays a little bit into imposter syndrome, but I feel like what it is that I'm speaking about is different. Right. Doubt. Oh, my gosh. Doubt is deadly. Before I go any further, I'm like, let me just look up the definition of doubt because I we know that feeling. And, you know, if you've experienced ever doubting yourself, you're like, oh, OK, wait. Right. But as defined by. Merriam-Webster, doubt is a feeling of uncertainty or lack of conviction. I'm going to read that one more time. Doubt is a feeling of uncertainty or lack of conviction. You know, I can I can deal with uncertainty, right? I'm like, oh, I'm just not sure. I need to be more decisive. Hmm, I don't know. But when you, when you say lack of conviction, ooh, hmm. Right. To be convicted is to know in your heart and your gut and your spirit that whatever it is will be, will be right. You're like, okay, this is it. Right. And sometimes you have good conviction and other times you have bad conviction. And it's just like, okay, I don't know if I can live with a lack of conviction in my life. I really just don't think I can do it. There are some things that we truly have to know for sure, right? And I don't know what those things are for you, but when I think about myself, I'm like, okay, I need to know what my purpose is. I need to know that I am operating from a place of integrity. I need to know that X, Y, and Z, you know? And I know now that I cannot operate with a lack of conviction. It is hard to go throughout life and not have hmm, a steady foundation. And when you do, I think that's when you become more sure of yourself and things just seem to be a little bit more in alignment, right? Alignment is a process, um, a goal of many, but it's not something that comes easy, right? It's something that you have to pursue and practice, right? And your heart and your energy and, you know, your spirit, all of those things have to be right. But to know that doubt is a lack of conviction I feel like that is so deep to know that you have been called into lack the conviction of your calling in life is to shun yourself and the creator, you know, and 
you may not believe. You may be like, well, I'm here. It is what it is and what happens happens and it's all on me. If that's what you believe, if that's how you feel, so be it. But I cannot, I cannot. Oh my gosh, I feel like it's just disrespectful, okay? And I ain't trying to be disrespectful out here in these streets. No, 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 no. In addition to the lack of conviction and uncertainty, you know, another um, verb that stems or word that stems from doubt is fear. And I believe that, you know, it is important to be fearless. Fear is real. You know, I've, I remember times where I've been afraid, um, and fearful and fearful of my own greatness, afraid to be successful because of what that could look like in relationship with others and what that could potentially mean for me later down the line. And sometimes it's so, I think it's just so, so complex and, it's a very real thing. You know, I've heard people like Eric Thomas, uh, the mastermind speaker and preacher and just all of who he is, right? Talk about this fear of success. And I remember when I would lose a number of uh, my friends to street violence and things of that nature, I'm like, my goodness, I wish. There's one person in particular. And I, I remember saying, I wish he wasn't afraid to be successful. Right. He was committed to he was loyal to a fault and his fear of success kept him where he he was, even though there were opportunities for him to go further and be removed from, you know, life as he knew it and be great but he was afraid, right? To not leave anyone behind and all these other things. You know, like him, so many of us have that experience, right? We don't give our all. We don't put our best foot forward because we don't want to step on anyone else's toes. And it's not about that. It's about getting to where you need to be. You can't worry about stepping on someone else's toes when you're on your way to where you've been called to. You can't be afraid. You can't let fear stop you from being successful because it might offend others who don't have the same drive or ambition, better yet calling on their life. You just can't do it. You have to keep it moving. And this is what I mean when I say that others benefit from you doubting yourself, right? Uh, I doubt that I should probably, mm, well, if I, and you, you can't, you cannot, that is and who am I to tell you? You cannot. I cannot. Let me say that, okay? Give my life towards not telling you about what you should be doing, right? Um, but I cannot live my life that way. And I would encourage you to live your life freely, right? Free of doubt, free of worrying about you know, taking up too much space. Um, I heard this woman speak one time and she said, you know, if you've ever been told you're too much, continue to be too much. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've heard that so much. I'm so dramatic and this and that. And I'm like, oh my God, I, you know, I'm a lot. That's fine. 
right? And when I heard those words, continue to be too much, I was just like, I don't know why I felt like it gave me permission to be me. And it wasn't even look like I, it wasn't like I was seeking permission. I just needed to hear that, right? Hearing that was liberating for me. It changed my mindset about how I showed up, right? Oh, let's talk about showing up for a second in doubt. No one, I don't like, I do not like feeling like I have to tiptoe or tread lightly anyway, anywhere, excuse me. I am not built like that. I walk hard. And if, and when I walk in a room, you know, I feel like I have to shrink, then that's a problem. And I feel like doubt changes our posture, You know, there's something that happens when we're uncertain, when we're fearful, and when we lack conviction, it shows up in our bodies. And I believe that when we walk into rooms and we're, you know, occupying space, when we doubt, we we literally cave in, we turn into ourselves in a way that is not righteous, is in in a way that does not um, truly uphold who we are in our greatness, in our just being, right? So when we show up to places, we look like we're doubting ourselves. And I feel like that makes us more vulnerable to people who are predatory, right? They're looking for someone who they think they're smarter than or they're better than or whatever the case may be. And it's not even a comparison game. It's literally about you being preyed upon because of your posture and that being the result of you doubting yourself. Sometimes you got to walk in and own it, okay? Shoulders back, chin down, head up, you know, chest in alignment, you know, with your heart just like be, right? It's hard to be when you are doubting yourself, it is truly hard to be when you're, you're you're questioning yourself, you're questioning your existence, why you're you're here and why you've been called to do whatever it is. And it's a lot, okay? And I, I'm inflecting because it is overwhelming when you can't just be because you are doubting yourself. It it changes your posture, it changes the way that you think about yourself. And I think it also it it morphs or distorts. How you, hmm, how you engage with other people, right? Have you ever had an encounter with someone who was just uncertain, insecure, or overzealous, extremely confident, or arrogant, and you didn't know how to receive them? Now, I want to also ask you, have you not known how to receive those people because you were doubting yourself? Gets a little tricky, right? I can say that I've had both of those experiences. I've met people who are, you know, low vibration. I'm like, oh, goodness, is it me? And I'm like, no, let me stand firm in who I am. And then I've met people who are in love with themselves and 
confident about their abilities to perform and their skill sets and everything they had to offer in themselves. And at times it's beautiful. And at times it's like, okay, that's a lot. Um, and that's fine because that's who you are, but it kind of throws you off your game a little bit. And I've had to remember like, look, that's who they are. And I am who I am. Let me not doubt my abilities and my being just because I'm met with something different, right? Or something that I admire or something that I don't agree with. Being sure of yourself, being confident in yourself and really not, let's say being fair weather helps you when you are engaging with others. Before we wrap, I'd love to share some ways that I've learned to stop doubting myself so much. Y'all know I am a recovering perfectionist and self-doubter. So (laughs) I just want to share some ways, right? Because I know I've said quite a bit, but I don't want to leave you hanging. So way number one, the first way that I have learned to Stop doubting myself so much is to practice not overthinking. Y'all, I am an overthinker, okay? I think about what I overthunk and overthanked and overthinked. I don't even, I'm like, yo, and those aren't even words. I know, but that's how much I overthink, right? And I'm just like, okay, so let me just think about it. And okay, you know what? I just think about it. And at one point, me saying, May I have a second to think about that was good practice because I at times would respond too quickly and not respond the way that I truly wanted to respond to someone, especially if they were asking me to do something for them. And that gave me, it bought me more time, right? For me to say no, but that's not what I'm talking about. I will think and think and think. And then sometimes our thoughts Well, most times our thoughts become our reality and we don't realize how much we're putting out there because we literally have manifested our thoughts. We make up these stories, we sit and we think about them, we create characters and we play things out, girl or guy. Has that, is it just me or has that been you? I don't even know that. Okay. So stop overthinking. Stop. Everything does not require deep thoughts. Some stuff, you just need to let it roll off your back like a duck and just let it go. The second way that I have practiced doubting myself less is to be kind to myself. I am so hard on myself at sometimes, at sometimes. I am so hard on myself sometimes and it is not pretty. It, it really isn't. You know, I have people who love me and they are very firm with me about how firm I can be with myself. And at times I truly appreciate it, right? Um, corrective love at times is still a little challenging to receive, but I truly appreciate it because sometimes we just beat ourselves up and I, Ooh, y'all, if I, if the, the, if the self-inflicted wounds that I have could be examined physically, 
because of how hard I've been on myself, right? Um, it would be embarrassing. It really would be embarrassing. And because of that, I'm practicing being kinder to myself, right? Less abusive to myself with my words. Um, I'm not in any shape or form cussing myself out, right? But sometimes we are our own worst critics and it is harsh. We wouldn't even allow anyone else to be that mean to us, right? But we do it to ourselves. So I've practiced being kind to myself and it has truly helped me a lot. I think it is also important in the third way that I have, um, you know, really doubted myself less is to do my own thing and really master and hone my craft, right? So by doing those things, I I know that I can hang with the big dogs and it's not even about comparison, right? But I know that I'm sharpening my tools, right? So I'll say, I doubt myself less because I sharpen my tools. You know, I like to consider myself a Swiss army knife. Um, I'm like, okay, I got this blade and I got that. And all right, I got a little corkscrew. I got everything that I need, right? Um, as it relates to being a Swiss army knife. Um, so that I know... I'm on top of my game. That way I don't have to doubt myself. If I'm sitting in a room with other heavy hitting, you know, industry professionals or when I'm having a conversation with someone, you know, that just beyond career, right? You're like, okay, I'm doing my work. I'm talking to somebody about X, Y, and Z. All right. I'm doing, I'm doing, you know, whatever that thing may be. Um, so those are some of the ways that, you know, I truly am kicking doubt in the butt because it is not easy. It really is not. Um, I feel like there are so many other ways that you can, you know, really practice not doubting yourself, but you know, some other ways, um, and I've done a little research, right? So write some things down. Weigh your options. Ask, you know, what do I have to lose instead of just automatically counting yourself out? I think it's also important to not compare yourself to others. I touched on that just a little bit in my last point, but when we play the comparison game, we ultimately lose. Even if we, you know, outweigh whatever it is that we're comparing ourselves to, but no one wins in the comparison game, truly, right? So don't compare yourself to others and you won't doubt as much. Um, and then I know I've done an entire podcast about this. Um, and it is one of the four agreements, but don't take anything personally. I truly am practicing that. That is something that I have to practice every day. Okay. And I honestly think that because of the pandemic, being sheltered in place, being back home for the longest period of time I've been home in my goodness, the last five years, I have to remember not to take things personally 
um, in my personal life and in my professional life in relationships. I'm like, let me not personalize that. Um, because when I do, I begin to doubt. So those are some of the ways that I've been practicing, um, doubting less. And I hope that they are helpful. I feel like if you Googled how to doubt less, you know, so many advice articles and columns and things of that nature would come up. So if that is what you need to do, most definitely do so. Um, and just think of ways that you can doubt yourself less. Maybe that means creating a list, um, and just, surveying where you are, survey yourself, see where you are. Um, I believe that can be helpful as well. All right. It is time for my drop moment. And this week, honestly, it is super simple. And my mic drop moment is don't let doubt get the best of you. Period. Don't let doubt get the best of you. I don't know who you are, where you are, and what you might be experiencing at this moment. But if doubt has been the thing that has kept you where you are and kept you from where you want to be, I say to you again, don't let doubt get the best of you. You know, I am so grateful for your time, for your attention, for your receptivity, and for being on tour with me. I cannot thank you enough. I I tell you again and again and time and again how much I appreciate you, and it is because I do. So thank you so much for showing up. Thank you for tuning in. As always, if you'd love to stay connected with the Get My Life Tour, be sure to do so at the Get My Life Tour on all social platforms, thegetmylifetour.com. Stay connected with me at Lydia T. Blanco on all social platforms and lydiatblanco.com. Like, subscribe, and download the Get My Life Tour wherever it is that you tune in. And until the next time, it has been real. Peace. Mm-hmm.